Hello, what have we here? Welcome to the IDP Nation Podcast, the Factory Sports Network's IDP-centric show. We're your hosts, Dan Cook and Daryl Winston. Are you ready for some tenacious IDP discussion? We've got you covered from the LV1 Year Taxi Squad. This is IDP Nation. And I'm finally back from the left west coast here. Daryl missed me so much, he downed an entire fifth of crown, it seems like, since 12 o'clock today. <laughs> Daryl, how are you? I am just peachy. Yeah, we, we, we have uh, some, some things distracting us tonight, so if we're a little distracted, uh, the Florida-Miami game is on for college. Oh. Uh, I, I got some preseason football going on my iPad next to me here. And, um, yeah, it's a Saturday night. And, uh, yeah, Daryl's been enjoying the football all day. And I've been – I was at work. I have. It, it started with high school football at noon. I've been watching some FCF college football. Now I'm watching these God-blessed Florida Gators and Miami. And there's been NFL preseason. I am just about to explode. Yes, and uh, I've been trying to catch up on everything because, you know, I did watch some stuff, you know, but, you know, I was on vacation with the family, so trying to, you know, actually enjoy the time with them. Um, they're all in bed or going back to work tomorrow, so we're, we're ready to roll. We would have recorded earlier, but Daryl had some work issues here. Yeah, but yeah. I got to go back to work on Monday, so boo. It's about that now when you done something. Yeah. I'm not looking forward to it, but anyway, (laughs) but anyway, uh, well, we, uh, don't really have a major, major topic. There is so much news that I think we have neglected to cover because even the show that dropped, uh, right after I left for vacation was missing a lot of news that happened over that weekend of preseason and some, some some things happened, obviously, while I was away. Some injuries, major injuries. And then this week, uh, we just watched Lamar Miller get carted off the field. I don't know if you caught that or not. Yeah, I saw that. Well, I've seen it. I've seen it come across my Twitter blurb or whatever yeah. you want to call it. So that did not look good. Uh, so I guess Duke Johnson season. Melvin Gordon getting traded to the yeah. Texans. Could see a whole lot of things happen. I'm guessing the Texans are going to be shopping for a another running back because it did not look very pretty. And I'm going to have to go on IR for some teams here. Uh, but anyways, uh, we're also without sound effects because currently our stuff is being used for watching games. So I think everybody will live without them for one week here. Uh, we do have some news to take care of here real quick. We do have a show coming up later in the week. Uh, that show will be probably dropping on Wednesday or Thursday uh, before the fourth preseason games in which... Can you mute your mic if you're you know going to sit here and talk over me? Anyway, uh, before the fourth preseason games, which are pretty much meaningless except for those uh, end-of-the-roster guys that are trying to get some work in uh some of these coaches uh might be scared to put anybody out there that's gonna play for them on week one because there's been a lot i mean not a lot of injuries just you know the normal 
couple guys get yeah. hurt. It just happens, you know. Some of them are because of hits, like you know Lamar Miller's. I think was directly a result of a hit. And then you yeah. have some guys just tearing ACLs, cutting. So you know, it is what it is. Um, so couple things I'm sure you've heard by now, uh, but Avery Williamson's done for the year. Yep. That was a big news from about a week and a half, two weeks ago, practically at this point. Yeah, or his ACL, so he's done. Yeah, he's done for the season. Um, and I guess the big guy to try to pick up there is Blake Cashman. A lot of people have been. Is that who you see there taking? You've been more plugged in probably than I have been. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think it helps C.J. Mosley more than anything. I mean, I mean, currently on the uh, depth charts, they kind of have uh, Neville Hewitt as a starter. But, uh, you know, I mean, they also signed, signed uh, Stefan Anthony, who's an right. old, uh, old wannabe guy. They have a Jamie <laughs> Mosley. I wonder if that's any relation to CJ Mosley on the roster. That'd be pretty cool if this is like his brother or something. That would be cool. Uh, Patrick Mahomes just threw a 62 yard touchdown to Damian Williams in other news. Oh, so uh, I guess Damian Williams is not dead yet. I'm not switch yet. over to that game. Close, here. but not yet. Yeah. I, I do love this game pass. I know I'm not getting paid by the NFL. I wish I was. Maybe they could just pay my game pass uh, subscription for that ad right there. Because uh, I can watch all the <laughs> games, whatever game I want. And there's Damian Williams scoring. Still delayed. So. Mm. But Looks like Anthony Hitchens is uh, calling the plays. Yeah, and a uh, big shout out to uh, Mike Waller. The, uh, I've been following his Twitter the other last couple of days. He's been pointing out who's been wearing the green dot and who's been on the field. And a very informative follow if you don't follow him already. Um, I've been watching these games, pause and stuff, and getting some info out there. So um, something I guess I should be doing, but uh, he's doing it for us <laughs> so we don't have to. Uh, just give credit where credit's due there. Um, but I mean, I think the Jets are, are going to miss Williamson, but I just think it's somebody else steps up and takes that production. I don't think yeah. it's Neville Hewitt. So somebody will step up and take it, but I don't know that it'll be at the level that Williamson was giving them. Yeah, I think it just bumps Mosley up a little bit because yep. he'll get all of it. Jamal Adams, even maybe. Yeah, it'll help Adams. Maybe Marcus May a little bit, but I mean, not that Adams wasn't already my number one safety. So right. But uh, the Jets are one situation that everybody's been paying attention to. Uh, staying in the AFC East, the Dolphins are another situation in which I think Coach Brian Flores is just saying none of you people have earned anything. <laughs> And he don't care if you've been a 12-year vet or rookie. He's just he's going to play who he wants to play. I mean, Rashad Jones yeah. is looking like he's going to be benched for the most part. Yeah, it's not looking good for him anyway. It's not. Um, Minka Fitzpatrick, did you see that hit he laid down? <laughs> oh, man. That was, a, that was a nasty hit. And legal, too. Yeah. Completely. When yeah. I saw that hit, I said, oh, that's a flag right away. But then uh, they showed the <laughs> replay, and he hit him legally. He almost yeah, he decapitated did. the dude without hitting him in the head. But 
Yeah, he um, lit him up, that's for sure. Yeah, I think that's the quarter, a little bit of the quarterback's fault when you lay somebody outstretched like that. Uh, but the interesting name that everybody has been talking about is uh, Sam Aguavin. And he has yes. made a lot of plays in the preseason. And it seems like Jerome Baker and Aguavin have been Flores' kind of favorites in the preseason. Uh, it's interesting to see if that will actually carry over into the regular season, though. Um, Where Kiko, it is Kiko Alonso could be maybe in danger of a roster spot? Yeah, I was um, just going to mention that. And to be honest, not really a big loss, I don't think, for them. I mean, it's an IDP loss because the number, the sheer number of tackles that he puts up a season are worth rostering and starting. Absolutely. I think his reputation as a dirty player kind of gets him, but... Uh, <sighs> I, you know, it's that's. I just think a reputation you know. of not being very good is gonna get him. Um, you know, yeah. he's a good tackler and stuff, and, and racks up tackles. But you know, it seems like either he's getting the vet treatment and not having to play in the preseason. They want to see what they got in a Guavin, but uh, right. I don't know. Surely Sam's going somewhere. out there and taking that job. I think. But surely, if he's cut or released. Um, he gets signed somewhere by somebody. I think there's a spot for him somewhere in the league, surely. Yeah, and I think he'll he'll definitely land on his feet somewhere. It'll just take him a few weeks to get acclimated to defense. You know, I could see him going. I don't know. I'm trying to think of who's who's hurting at linebacker. I mean, the Eagles they just cut Worla. Worla decided to retire instead of join the Ravens. He joined the Ravens, and then decided to retire. Pace him out, fellas. Well, he's had so many injuries, I think, over the last few seasons that it really came down to he probably can't push his body through this again. That last injury, I think, did him in. So, Um, but yeah, besides that, I mean, Charles Harris has looked pretty decent. That's one thing that we can, you know, he's healthy which is good, and he's looked pretty decent. So I think that's somebody you can pick up on the cheap. He wasn't worth much to begin with, so he might be on your waiver wire. Um, And as we say about a lot of these teams, where's the pass rush going to come from if not him? Um, And linebackers, I think, honestly, is where most of this pass rush is going to come from. Uh, One sneaky corner to keep an eye on, Eric Rowe. I think his relationship with Brian hmm. Flores and his knowing of his knowledge of the defense that's being run is uh, going to give him the nod across from Xavier Howard, Look especially with Bob. Some yeah, yeah, I'm dropping some knowledge here. Well, I watched. Uh, lo- I watched the last couple Dolphin games uh, out of sheer boredom, I guess. And that, I mean, I was just wondering what Flores is going to do mainly. I I watched the one last week. They were playing Tampa, I think it was. Yes. And then they played the Jaguars the other night. And uh, Eric Rowe was on the field a lot. Um, He's listed as a starter on one of these uh, boards. Although they also have Rashad Jones starter, which we know is probably not happening. Uh, But Bobby McCain starting at safety is just interesting to me. What do you what do you think of that? 
because he he was. Uh, we'll get into position changes on MFL in a, in a few minutes. But what do you think about him getting moved to safety? Didn't they already have enough safeties? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what their deal is. I mean, yeah, I think if you're looking at safety for them, Minka's the best one. But yeah, know, and Minka's more down. of a hybrid than any of them. If any of them is going to be kind of a not listed as a safety, it'd be Minka out of the deal. That's what I would think because I think he's going to play more of that hybrid uh, rover type role where he just kind of mixes and matches. But I don't know. I don't. I don't quite understand the move with McCain, especially when you've got Minka and Richard, and you've got uh, what's the other guy's name? McDonald. Yeah, he, yeah. He, he's been dealing with some injuries. I believe is why he hasn't been playing any. Right. So I don't. I mean, for McCain, I really don't. I guess it helps his IDP value being as a safety, but uh, yeah. I don't know that I necessarily like that with the depth they have. Yeah, so the Dolphins are, again, a team to watch, um, the cuts especially. Uh, you know, Rashad Jones could be cut. Kiko Alonso could be cut. These are all guys that – vets that most people expected to be. I think somebody picks up Rashad Jones if he gets cut. I'm surprised somebody hasn't traded for him. Well, there's been a lot of trade rumors swirling, apparently. A couple of these uh, insiders, these NFL insiders, as I use my air quotes, uh, have been hinting that there's some names being brought up. And really, this is the week to do it because Um, you figure week four, anybody of note's not playing anyway. So, you know, your, your vets pretty much aren't playing. Yeah, this was the week for to see the starters for sure. So if you don't like what you see, you know, Carlos Hyde's another guy that's being threatened to be cut. I've seen some crazy trade rumors. Yeah, supposedly there's a top big name wide receiver on the block, but nobody knows who yeah. it is. I've heard somebody say Julio Jones. I've heard somebody say Stephon Diggs. I've heard somebody say... Now, Alshon oh. Jeffrey makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah, but I don't know that he's a big name top receiver. According to Mike Lombardi, it's a big name. So, I mean. Tyreek Hill I've seen thrown around. Yeah, that. So, I mean, it. Ah, the Niners just scored. Matt Breda. Oh, good Lord. I hate the Gators. Oh, I was talking about the 49ers. So, oh, well, I'm talking about the Gators. Okay. <laughs> I said something nice about the 49ers. So. And I said nothing nice about the Gators because they okay. suck. Okay. Just alienated. Uh, well, actually, probably only a third of our audience, because uh, that's uh, fine. Well, a third of the state of Florida's audience, because normally it's uh, Miami, Florida State, and Florida. So, um, that's fine with me. And we're, we're talking about Miami. Um, <laughs> what about Rayquan McMillan? Is he even going to be a thing? Uh, like, I know. He's, I don't know. I think he's dealing with injuries. I, I think he. I mean. Such I don't know with this uh, whole Kiko thing, and I think Baker and oh man, who did you? I can't think of his name. You just Sam Aguavin. Yeah, Sam Aguavin. I think those two are right now. They're the locks with Kiko, maybe, but it just depends on what to do with Kiko. So yeah, and I'm not even sure. I don't I mean, know. I think your Guavin's a lock to make the team. Lock to be a starter is maybe a little extreme. I mean, he's played well the last two weeks. So. He has, but I don't think he's a lock. Lock. 
Like when you say lock, you're you're meaning like this dude's gonna play like no doubt week one. I'm not sold on that. Now looking at uh, football guys, they have a Guavin listed as a middle linebacker backup, which is why it would make sense as to why he's playing is McMillan is yeah. is injured uh, with Kiko and Jerome Baker being outside. Um, they also have Minka Fitzpatrick as a corner on here. So. <laughs> I mean, Bobby McKean can also be called a corner, so it's all very, very confusing. Uh, but, you know, we, we could spend all day talking about that stuff. Um, we'll move on to another team, more uh, relevant team than the Dolphins. Um, oh, oh, the Browns is a team that a lot of people have been asking about. Uh, we've had a few questions about the Browns linebackers. Um, I think, basically, you're looking at uh, Kirksey and Schobert, as we kind of right. imagined, you know, uh, last yeah. night Schobert was the play caller. Kirksey was on the field with him. I didn't think that would change much. Uh, now talk to me in 2020, we might see a completely <laughs> different linebacking crew here. You might see Taki Taki and Wilson instead, but I, I, I don't see anything happening yet. Um, and now, if I don't know Kirksey's uh, contract situation, but he if he's up for a contract, then he's gone. You know, I think if either of these guys are up for a contract, they're going to let them go because I think they both they like both Taki Taki and Wilson there. Yeah, I, I think they do too. Yeah, I just don't think they're going to give them the reins this year. Now, if an injury were to strike, obviously those guys would be names to definitely pick up. Uh, our boy Jannard Avery uh, will probably mix in more as a pass rusher, I think, than a linebacker. But um, yeah, I think so too. But yeah, going to be a situational guy. Yeah, and you know, so as far as you know, Cleveland looked. I mean, the 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 Bucks don't have the greatest offensive line, but they they looked pretty dominant last night. Right, that starting crew. Um, any other teams that you uh, – actually, we did not mention one of the biggest – while I was in the Sunshine – or not the Sunshine State, the uh, – what's California's nickname? The Golden State. The Golden State. While I was in the Golden State there, uh, I guess I ran into Derwin James or something, and he injured himself. Um, he's gone so for a few months. No, I did not run into him. Although I will say I, I got a Joey Bosa jersey. Uh, powder blue. Oh, of course you did. Why wouldn't you? I did because it's, oh, his old, his, his, it's his old number. He changed numbers, and Jerry Tillery is now wearing 99. Yeah. So, changing numbers is going to cure everything for him. Well, it's not, but it got me a cheap jersey. It looks pretty cool. As we as we all agreed on our uniform episode, the, the coolest jersey in football. The powder blues. I have taught you nothing. I feel like I have failed. Oh, I mean, I, I was going to go for the Derwin James uh, third jersey, but, you know, at a, about a third of a price, I was happy with my powder blue Joey Bosa. <laughs> I could have got a Melvin Gordon one cheap, too, because he apparently changed numbers. <laughs> he changed numbers, and he was also holding out and possibly getting traded. So Cheap it up, you'll get them dirt cheap. Yeah, another year. They had a Brandon Oliver jerseys really cheap too. I'm like, is he even in the league still? Brandon Oliver, there's a name. Yeah. So I was like, ah, Joey Bosa is at least still playing. There's a name. Yeah. So 
Uh, the Chargers. They they yeah, still, Lord. you know, I, I got to watch the Chargers, I guess, to see what their linebacking career looks like. Uh, I don't think they've been on this week yet. If I... They might be on. Actually, they're on tonight. They play the Seahawks. That's why I haven't seen them. Uh, <laughs> go figure. Um, so, yeah, I'll, I'll be watching that game tonight. Uh, I'm supposed to be on another podcast. I'm not sure if that's still happening or not, but uh, <laughs> if I... <laughs> oh, shit. You're going to get yourself in trouble over there. But anyway... <laughs> Don't poke the bear. I'm not poking the bear. Anyways, it it appears that Thomas Davis is definitely going to be a a player, at least for this year. You know, he's not done playing. Uh, One of the things I did get to do while on vacation, uh, I watched the entire season of the All or Nothing on the plane of the Carolina Panthers. Uh, Yeah, Thomas Davis, he's still got it. He's a team leader. I'm surprised Carolina let him. I mean, I'm not surprised that Carolina let him go, but he he brings a different layer of leadership to that team. I think. Yes, he does. So I think that team something that you can't find just anywhere either. And really, the guy I'm anxious for him to kind of mentor is Drew Tranquil. Of course, it would be a Notre Damer. Of course, it would be. But, you know, and I listened, uh, shout out to the Aussie guys. I listened to their Chargers preview. And um, and, and he, they really like Drew Tranquil, too. They've watched a little, you know, AJ's watched a little bit more of the Chargers than I have this preseason. He's not done bad. I think he's actually had pretty. He has pretty, a pick, I'm pretty sure. He does. Because um, he's a I former safety. Often. So he, he's, and I look at him a lot like a. Mark Barron, Dion Buchanan type of role. I could see that, yes. Especially with Derwin James on the shelf. Right. I could see him mixing in a little bit more than maybe they'd planned. Um, that safety situation, obviously, you got Adrian Phillips is probably going to step into Derwin James's role. Uh, Rayshon Jenkins is one of those guys. Uh, I see Desmond King kind of listed at safety. On some uh-huh. of these depth charts, which uh, you know, Gary's not. Gary did say he is going to make one more round of changes he did. for MFL. So hopefully he doesn't mess with Desmond King because I might have to have some have a few words if he messes with my Desmond King <laughs> corner. Uh, but speaking of, we'll get to that. And if you have not paid attention or to Twitterland or you haven't paid attention to the position changes, uh, we'll go through. They're really pretty big. There's not really one that, I mean, there's one that's probably very, very minor, but the rest are huge. Uh, we'll start with the lead. Aaron Donald is a defensive tackle. Uh, oh, that's so huge. That is so huge, especially those. Every Abby player across the world is singing and dancing like it's Christmas Eve right now. Especially if you're in a DT premium league. Uh, Because he is going to be the number one defensive scorer in your league if he is in DT premium. Yep. And, uh, you know, we have our prediction show coming up. We're going to record it next week. uh, Dropping before week one uh, with our predictions about the divisions our predictions about the season. We'll have our MVPs. 
Uh, we're we're going to get into all that next week. I'll have to, to make a sheet and we'll have to plan a little bit. Uh, but Aaron Donald changing the D tackle, I think for fantasy, like I said, he is going to be the number one defensive scorer in fantasy in DT premium, hands down. And he and Buckner and Oliver are probably the three D tackles I'm drafting. If you don't even have D tackles, those are probably the three I'm still going to draft. Yep. So uh, the second biggest, uh, I don't know biggest. There really isn't any other. I mean, that's the lead, obviously. Um, DeMonte Casey gets switched to corner, which is very interesting to me. Uh, I guess he's been playing a lot of corners since, you know, Keanu Neal's back and Ricardo Allen is back there. Um, kind of odd to me, though. But, you know, I guess he's playing yeah, there. So, strange. Um, so he's going to be a safety. I guess he's been playing a little nickel, you know. Um, so he is going to be a corner, which, you know, I... I go by him at corner because right. he kind of plays more like a safety than a corner i think and if your league is going to keep him as a corner and he's playing a safety that's huge value for you yeah on the other side of that coin uh kareem jackson got flipped to safety which i think hurts his value because i was digging him as a corner but as a safety not so much uh and also same with bobby mccain and i still have a ton of bobby mccain because he's playing that hybrid. He, he switched to safety as well, which I think that was more uh, transparent that that was going to happen because I think Sleeper switched him to safety, free safety. You know, I think everybody was calling him a safety for a while now. But, you know, I still think he does a little bit more covering. I, I think the Miami situation is just, just one of the more interesting ones. Uh, Rashawn Gary got switched to linebacker, which we all kind of predicted. Tyquan Lewis yep. goes to D tackle, which I think is big for his value because I think he can be a good player and sometimes kick out and could get you some some good points yeah. there. Dayton Jones goes from D tackle to D end. I don't think that's I think that's the least impactful move. And then Robert Kimdichi, <laughs> even though he hasn't seen the field yet, uh, he moves to D tackle. Uh, he went from the Arizona 3-4 to the 4-3 of Miami. That's why that move was made. Um, but, again, he's got to get on the field before I'm even thinking about, you know, I think I drafted him in some of these eliminators hoping he comes back soon, but, yeah, it's crazy. Right. I think the bigger news besides the position changes is the people that weren't changed. Your Brian Burns, your Christian Miller – they weren't changed nope. which uh, a lot of people kind of freaked out about yeah, yeah and there there still may be one more change and maybe there that's the changes uh that, that he's making but he kind of alluded to the fact that why he didn't um make those changes was because of the way they lined up uh, and right. so I don't think they are the changes that he's considering making. I, I wish he would have just said, I'm going to change this too, <laughs> because. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that's the, uh, the changes he's got left to make either, but yeah, Friday, that's, that's a good thing. 
Yeah, and I don't really want any more changes at this point. I mean, after the third preseason game, it's kind of like, dude, like we already have our rosters well, kind of, I mean, not set in stone, but like. Yeah, but I'm okay with it as long as you make them before week one. I mean, I know it's kind of late oh, yeah. in the game. Week after three, week, week one, you, you can't make changes. Right, and, and MFL has been on record last year saying, you know, we don't make changes after the season starts it's very rare um but you know as long as he makes them before week one or whoever's making them before week one i don't necessarily have a problem with it because you still got time still got time to change your rosters make moves or whatever it's after the season starts that's when i have a problem because i know some sites uh, even after the season's going, well, we're going to change the position. Well, that's kind of... Uh, I think most right? sites, they don't maybe change it. They will add a position. Right. They won't take one away, which I'm cool with. You know, as long as you're not taking anything away. Like, you know, you drafted a guy. Like, last year with the, the Jalen Samuel stuff was a big... Yeah, yeah, yeah. ...uproar. Everybody was freaking out. Darnold uh, with a touchdown pass. Yeah, I'm not. I turned off of that game. Who do you throw it to? Uh, two yard, two yard pass to Montgomery. I think Montgomery's going to be a sneaky good play for the Jets. Yeah, I picked him up in a couple places. Uh, I don't know apologies. that he's going to have significant value, but I think there's going to be weeks where he's going to be a really sneaky good play. Yeah, my apologies to my one. Eliminator. I kind of forgot that I was on the clock. I was at the gym and I was like, oh, I'll just pick when I get home and forgot. Um, speaking of my eliminators, uh, yeah, I people took kickers way too damn early. <laughs> I'm stuck in a couple of these eliminators without a second kicker or without a kicker. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, where did all the kickers go? Apparently, these people scooping up kickers like they're quarterbacks or something. Like, what's wrong with well, you people? Kickers. Who takes kickers? Kickers better? They don't. In my one league, it's in my one eliminator is going to matter because I'm going to get a zero from my kicker spot every single week because I don't have one, and I'm not taking. I don't know. I might take a flyer on like a uh, Sam Ficken. Actually. I think somebody even took Dan Bailey, who's probably getting cut. But yeah, let's see. It's looking that way, yes, it is. I mean, they they picked up that Kedviv or whatever his name is. So, I don't know. Um, I, I guess Tampa Bay is another situation that's kind of strange. Their safeties, Jordan Whitehead, uh, seems to be pretty steady. Uh, Dion Buchanan was on the field a lot the other the other night, but looking at you know yep. I know uh, Evans has been hurt and maybe that's why they're just not running a whole lot. But that situation is kind of strange um, to me. Their safety situation because I mean they have um, who is the guy? I picked him up in a couple leagues just because I'm like yeah, I need a body. Uh, Darian Stewart. And Kentrell Bryce have both kind of been around, you know. Not necessarily doing anything special, but um, any other camp situations that you want to 
bring up before we? I think we've covered the most of them. Yeah. Um, the Seahawks. Um, what's his name? Cody Barton has looked pretty good. What's his name? Cody Barton. Cody Barton. Yes, he's way looked, to go, Dan. He's looked pretty good. I did. Yeah, Cody Barton has looked pretty good in the preseason so far. Uh, Austin Kletcher has looked pretty good too. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see who the Seahawks decide to keep at linebacker because uh, they also have Shaquem Griffin. They have Ben Burkirvin. Got a lot going on over there. So we'll see. Yeah, it'll um, be interesting to see what uh, comes out of this group. Yeah. I mean, the Seahawks always, I mean, and they got injuries at the wazoo at wide receiver so it's been they've got injuries everywhere so yeah it's 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 been tough so um wow i'm just seeing a twitter video of the uh high school football coach going sleeveless (laughs) and it looks pretty terrible (laughs) (laughs) who let this guy on national tv go sleep cut off sleeveless not even just sleeveless Oh my! Must be a Florida school or something. <laughs> anyway, um, so you got a trade for us there, Daryl. I know we had a couple uh, yes. lined up here, so we'll, we'll get this some is, trades. This is one that I was involved in, and I traded um, cornerback Trey Flowers and a 2021 third for Desmond King. Anytime you can, well, I guess you got a cornerback. So, I say yeah, anytime you uh, can trade a corner is a good dime. Yes. But, yeah. But, anyway. Uh, yeah, I mean, a 2021 third, you said? Yes. Yeah, why not? <laughs> I mean, I'm upgrading at the position probably from, I don't know what Flowers is, but whatever he is to probably lead. The top corner in IDP. Yeah, and especially since he's a, playing safety half the time. Yeah, and I'm giving up a third that's two years out. So for me, that was a no-brainer. Yeah. So. I don't mind. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind that. Um, yeah. The trade I made was, I think I got an upgrade here big time. Uh, especially since I think he might be losing his job, the one guy. Or maybe doesn't have a, a secure handle on it. So I traded Gerald Everett and Kenny Young away. And I got Tyler Higby. It's again a Rams tight end for a Rams tight end. Yeah. And yeah. I got the honey badger. Teron Ooh, Matthew. Wow. I think I I mean the the Rams tight ends are not used a whole lot, so I felt yeah. like, yeah, I'll just kinda whatever yeah uh, but to get the honey badger over that's kenny young i think is a big yeah, that's, enough that's big yeah i think that's a, a couple hundred point difference here whereas the tight ends last year they weren't too far off from each other and i don't really see goff becoming a tight end targeter i think with cooper cup coming back 
I think that's pretty much what I'm going to mean. And right before that, actually, Higby has been on the move here. The guy got Higby and a 2023rd for Nigel Bradham. So I guess he figured he'd right. trade up it slightly at tight end. And But he got a linebacker back, and I got a safety. He only has one safety on his team, though. So I was going to try to turn one of my safeties back around. So if you're the Arizona Cardinals in uh, – the 32 hit me up you need a safety i got a few <laughs> i got rashad davis who you probably don't want because we or rashad jones uh which you probably don't want because we just talked about how he's losing his job so um so that's the two trades that i had you had any more trades no that's no. the only one i have right now yeah so uh Really kind of short show this week, only because there's so much preseason going on that we could, you know, go on and on about it. We really, you know, just wanted to get a show out there for everybody to uh, listen to. Uh, before we start to wrap up here, uh, we have a sponsor to listen Ooh. to. So sponsor. let's uh, pause, us pause, and listen to the sponsor here. BestFantasyFootballLeague.com Join a 12-team Dynasty startup draft today. Leagues start at just $49 and go up to $999. Starting lineups of one quarterback, three running backs, four wide receivers, one tight end, and two flex spots. They also have best ball leagues, weekly leagues, and redraft leagues with six different starting lineup options in 10, 12, and 14 team leagues. BestFantasyFootballLeague.com. The best fantasy football leagues on the net. So that's BestFantasyFootballLeague.com with the new ad here on the network here. Check those guys out. You could draft today. You know you're probably itching to get a draft in. There's drafts probably happening up till kickoff of week one. I know some sites even do, you know, after the Thursday games all the way up to Sunday morning. So, right. um, so get in on those. You can, you know, low stakes, high stakes, get in, get some drafting done. And we're wrapping up our listener league. I know a lot of us are uh, done with that draft right. mentally, not quite done physically. Uh, we're almost there folks. Uh, we're almost so there. Thanks for hanging in. Um, Next year will only be a seven-round draft, so it won't be that bad. It won't be this uh, strenuous, I guess would be the word right. to go for. But um, I know we got a lot of football that we want to watch here. Uh, we will be on in a few days talking about our uh, our guys is what we're going to talk about. So guys that, you know, not the number one guy, you know, just a, a guy that you're staking your name on, you're planning your flag, whatever you want to call it, uh, with our guest, we will be talking about those and kind of a chance for us to kind of say, this is our guy, ride or die, you know, stand <laughs> on that hill, get shot down off that hill when they fall flat on their face. Plant uh, that put, flag. Plant that flag, exactly. Uh, and then we have our prediction show coming up, and then we have a very special guest in the right before week one. 
uh, coming up. So exciting, exciting times. Uh, we're also working on another interview, I believe you said. Uh, yes, maybe a couple interviews. Um, couple, couple. Just kind of, yeah, just kind of waiting to uh, get through some of our guest uh, spots. And probably once the season starts, we'll have a better timeline once we get back on the schedule. But, yeah, I've got a couple Debbie interviews lined up, so. We'll see. Well, once the season starts is when I go completely insane because uh, we go back to writing uh, waivers and doing rankings and weekly rankings that we do at the site, uh, which reminds me we should uh, say if you you don't have a membership yet, if you want those waiver articles and those uh, weekly rankings, uh, join the DynastyFootballFactory.com membership. Uh, You can go... Uh, monthly or you can go yearly and i believe the deals are still going on where you can get all three guides i know it's getting a little late but you can still get the guides and use them throughout the season to to scout and to see our scouting reports on some of these guys and also get in on that slack channel uh i think that's gonna become very busy once the season starts once start sits get uh thrown out there uh, I've said before, I'm not the greatest at start sit, but you give me a list of guys, I'll tell you who I'd start. You know, you, you give me your roster, I could tell you, hey, start this guy, this guy, this guy. Um, you know, I don't really have any formula. Do you, do you have a formula for your start sits, or is it just you, you just go with your gut? A uh, little bit of both, maybe. I mean, I kind of look at who's been uh... – who's been playing hot, you know, maybe streaky, who's been playing on a cold streak. And then I kind of factor my gut in with it too. So it's a little, it's a little bit of both. See, I, I look at it like this. I've been doing this so long and I've been scouting. Like I spend all off season looking at rankings and we, we rank both of us do, and we kind of uh-huh. know who we like ahead of the other guy. I'm not a huge matchup guy as far as no, I got to play this matchup, guy no. because – I mean, on the defensive side of the ball, it's so hard to do that unless, like, cornerbacks, I guess, you can play the matchups. Right. I'm not a big matchup guy, but I do look at who's playing hot and who's playing cold. Yeah. Well, yeah, if somebody's not done anything in weeks or they're dealing with an injury that's keeping them off the field, you know, stuff like that is what I take into account more. But if you're healthy and, you know, you're my fourth best linebacker, I'm going to put you out there. So, I mean, and sometimes it's hard to determine who is your fourth best linebacker, but you know, I kind of just—I don't know. It's—I don't want to say it's a gut feeling, but it's—I've uh, done all this time and research into these players all off season. I kind of know who I want to start every week, you know? right? And, and maybe it's the way I construct my teams: is I have my solid core, and then I have these other guys that I can bring in, you know, maybe it's, that's my roster construction that I take more shots on my bench players, maybe that I do my core. So right. I'm a little bit more risky with my bench players. Cause I, you know, if they pan out, they could become a starter. True. You know, so, Very true. um, so yeah, if you have any start sit questions, stuff like that, uh, you know, Slack channel is a great place for that. Uh, or just any questions in general. I mean, trades, drafts. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. We you have... know, anything you can think of, me and Dan and and Ben and all the other gang, we're 
more than glad to help you out. Yeah, yeah. The IDP team uh, will be cranking out the uh, content through the season, weekly articles. Uh, I know uh, Scott, the evil FF Evil Empire, has been doing a kind of a Monday roundup kind of thing, kind of a you know what what you see in preseason. Uh, Speaking so of, far. for five dollars you can have everything right now. We're running a special, five dollars everything. The guide for the, the redraft cat. guide. Well, I think it's the redraft guide is five dollars. Well, whatever. Whatever. So, so we don't want to give bad information. It's five dollars per guide, I believe, is the deal. Yeah, but don't we have a subscription? I, I'm not sure that that in, maybe a month. I don't know. I'll have to go back and look. Yeah, I don't want to tell people it's only five dollars for everything. So. Yeah, but the guides, yeah. Yeah, the guides, uh, the redraft guides, five bucks. Uh, I believe all the other guides are down to five bucks now that the season's getting ready to start. Which uh, is a steal. It is, yes. And, you know, like I said, we're getting into season. Uh, this is when, you know, all this preparation is just, you know, you, you go and play the games, you get your waiver wire pickups, which I write yep. normally Monday nights. Um, I'm going to try to do those again. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see my work schedule is going to be a little bit more strenuous uh this year i think um and i'm going to try to hit the gym as well so we'll, we'll see how much time i have to write i might be writing on the elliptical uh, we'll see um but you know daryl does his stock market we also both of us kind of do the weekly rankings uh, to get those fresh for you. Like I said, we kind of play, and that's more of a gut thing too, I think is more of the, you know, this guy's hot, this guy's not kind of thing. Um, I, I really can't wait to see week one just to see how these rookies do in real games. You know, if any of them get shots right away. Um, I think besides some of the, you know, obvious ones, you know, some of them we haven't seen. I don't think we've seen much of Nick Bosa. Um, huh, gee, couldn't imagine why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hater. You call me a hater. Hey, it's not a hater. I'm just stating the facts. Mr. Bosa is going to come knocking on your door one of these days. And... He's more than welcome. He can bring his bro- his uh, club-footed brother, too. <laughs> just Terrible. None of, the, none of them went to Florida, so I don't know why you're hating on them. Yeah. It wouldn't be good if they was Florida alum right now. Yeah. Let's score over there. I shut the game off. Actually, it's Miami 13, Gator 7. Go Canes! See, I can't root for... I root for Chaos, unless it's Notre Dame. Don't do it. If you say you're rooting for the Gators, I swear to God, I will cut you right Well, no. I, did you listen to what I said? I said I root for Chaos, which means everybody lose, everybody's ranked loses. So I want the ranked guys to lose. Well, that would be the Florida. They're ranked that number eight. Mine is unranked. How so. is Florida ranked eight? Weren't they terrible idea. last year? They don't even deserve to be ranked in the top 5,000. Well, that's your bias, but, you know, 5,000 oh, they, they deserve. Weren't they terrible can't. last year? Okay. What was their record last year, Mr. Mister College? Nine and three, eight and four. I guess they made better. a bowl game. They're better they than I thought, I guess. I don't know. I, I guess I'm just, I just, they haven't been relevant since Team Tebow, pretty much, so. Since Herb, Urban Meyer left, they haven't really been relevant, Frick so. Urban Meyer. Okay. okay. Somebody hates Urban Meyer. 
I hate anything and everything that's ever been associated with Florida Gators. Period. Okay. I'll look at your fantasy rosters and see. If the end of that, you know, if that end of the United States broke off. I have some friends who live in Florida. Well, you better tell them to move. Uh, anyway. Just saying. Anyways. Um, you knew what you signed up for tonight? You did. I did. You did. You may have seen. You posted that, you posted that publicly on Twitter, didn't you? Your, your three packages, your three things. I did. Of, of, I yeah, did. So, so we all knew what we were in for. And I am uh, partaking in that right now in my colorful UT. Oh, I know. Yes. But anyway, in Florida's losing, life is good. Yeah, you're you're living the life over there. Um, so that's about <laughs> it. Um, that we've got. I think we'll cut we'll cut Daryl off here before he gets out of hand. Before Fine. I have to go back and edit I'm... things here, because <laughs> you know I'm not a big fan of that. Um, <laughs> But we're pumped up for the season. Uh, we, we don't have a Debbie oh, yeah. Diamond today. Daryl felt like he might curse because he might bring up a Florida Gator or something. I don't know. Um, so we're trying our best to wrap up all of the uh, Eliminators. Most of them are almost done. Yep. I'm trying, to, uh, I'm trying to push along this Super Flex one that seems to be dragging a bit uh but i think we'll be we have oh, yeah, we'll nine be. rounds to go and we have like what 10 days before the season starts officially what the... i think we're good God. Yeah. all right oh. calm down I'll, I'll i'll wrap us up before you have an aneurysm <laughs> over there over the game here but Anyways, uh, I'll be watching the Seahawks Chargers, so hopefully that turns out well and everybody stays healthy because that's what I hope yes. for in these games. Um, Daryl the other not... night was asking what the score was of a preseason game, and I said, who cares? It's preseason. Hey, man, I have about to been lose my mind today. I have watched high school football, college football, preseason football, and it's still going. I'm fixing to watch another high school game right now. So, uh, life is good. Yeah. Well, I'm going to try to go watch some football as well. Uh, that's the outro music playing. Um, that's about it. Go Hawks. Go Hawks tonight. Stay healthy. Health is the most important thing in preseason. Tighten up. And we are out. We will see you all later this week. I'm back from Cali, Cali. Later on. Going back, back.